Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Mentored Minds. Today, we're going to be talking about how to advocate for your promotion. And we're going to be joined today by Mark Fahet, as well as Shayla and myself. Before we go ahead and get more into it, we're going to do a little quick round of intros and of course, start with our favorite part, which is our win of the week. So Mark, because you're joining us, would you like to kick us off? Hello, I'm Mark. My win of the week is being allowed back on this podcast, despite my attempt to overthrow it and become the host last time. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Always welcome. Always welcome. Shayla, you want to take it on from there? Yes, I would say that my win of the week would be that I have been reading more. So did you know that you can borrow books for free from your local library and then sync it to your Kindle? No, I didn't know. It's a it's a game changer. Cool. Yeah. So my win of the week is actually that I work with, and I've probably mentioned this at some other point, but I work with an alumni association for the university that I graduated from and the Honor Society I was part of. And uh, we're hosting our Women in Tech panel this coming week. <laughs> but I am hosting that event and Shayla is going to be part of it. So I'm super excited about all the organization that has gone through it. The the organization as a whole, like the alumni association, we've really been cleaning it up. We have like a suite of events coming out for like the next six months. So it's been really exciting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, They've been killing it on social media. (laughs) Thank you. The team (laughs) is amazing. Well, that's our little win of the week. So let's get to the good stuff. So again, today we're going to be talking about how to advocate for your promotion. So I think the most important thing is to start with the definitions and the foundation here. So Mark, can you tell us a bit about what the promotion process looks like? I think that in the tech industry, many companies have this kind of philosophy where you keep doing your work and then eventually your work just kind of becomes the work you would be doing at the next level. And eventually your management is supposed to be like, yeah, this person's doing the work of this next level. Let's actually make it official. They are now that next level. And I think that's how many of these companies work. So talking about next levels and this level, how does someone understand what these levels look like and what the expectations are? I think the easiest way is ask your manager. I think when I first started my career, I didn't know I was supposed to. So I would go into my one-on-ones with my manager and he'd be like, you want to talk about anything? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And then he'd be like, okay, see you next week. (laughs) And I learned nothing from that. And then a year in, I was like, wait a second, when am I going to get promoted? And then I started asking and it turns out there's this whole process. There's all these requirements and there's things that I could have been doing the entire time to work towards them that I didn't know about. So really first, you know, talk to your manager, look in any internal resources, I don't know, talk to HR, depending on the company. Yeah, I actually, I was wondering if, is there a document that maybe one would gain access to, or is it like completely dependent on what your manager thinks? Like how ambiguous is it? I assume that'll depend on the company. I've been at a few companies, they all had documents that kind of were acting as guidelines. And I think it's probably up to the manager's discretion to determine and they can add on or ignore parts of the guidelines. 
absolutely. So I want to add my my own experience just to paint a little bit more picture to everything Mark has said, but I, I echo it immediately, you know, talk to your manager. That's step one. They're supposed to be there to provide these resources for you. There's usually two main documents that I have seen in the promotion process. The first one will look like a table. It'll say what the different levels are. So entry level, junior, senior, principal, whatever the, the level uh, structure is. And then different categories, like how is their leadership? How is their communication? How is their execution? And it'll give you examples of what someone at an entry versus more of a senior level would be doing. And you're always, we'll talk about what we're aiming for, but you're always aiming for a level. So you'd look at that and see, am I doing those things, et cetera. So that's one document. The second document is the one that your manager takes into promotion conversations. And this is talking about like what you've done, right? How you are acting or that's the word performing, I guess compared to your current level and others in your level. So those are two main documents that you're interested in when you approach your manager. What do I need to put on that document when you go fight for my promotion? And what is the one that states the requirements of every level? I think the other person you can actually ask is beside your manager. I think it can be really helpful to see if you can find someone who's kind of like in a similar role as yours, or, you know, maybe the level above who's been at the company while maybe who's been through the process. I find that you know, they can be really helpful because they've been through it. They know the ins and outs of it. They have examples of what they've done, maybe what they've seen other people do. So they can be really helpful in this scenario too. Absolutely. So let's say now you have this document and it has these guidelines of what you need to do. How do you kind of go from there? So how do you understand the expectations and what you need to get to the next level? Uh, assuming the document is clear about what needs to be done. And usually it's vague about, you know, in the SDE world, it's going to be talking about how complex your solutions are, how much mentorship you provide to other people. Basically, you know, Sabina was saying you need a document showing that you meet those things. You know, I think of it in the same way of like, when I'm applying to places, I take my resume and I just take the requirements it wants and I put them on my resume, assuming I really do meet them. So you take these guidelines and you want to show that you've met every single criteria. And, you know, if you just started, obviously you're not going to have met all this criteria yet. So then, you know, if you're just starting, you look at the criteria and say, what can I do in my projects? What can I do in order to meet these criteria? And you start doing them later on, once you've done them, you have that document and you write, I did this project. It met these requirements. <laughs> and I have a question. How soon after you start a job or like reach a certain level, do you start asking about the next level? Immediately. <laughs> Should you, you don't have to feel like shy about it, I guess. No, I mean, I think you need to know what it is basically on your first day, or at least once you're done onboarding, once you're going to start doing real work, you need to know what you're working towards, right? Because, you know, your company has goals of, we want these products shipped, but you have your own goals of, you want to get to the next level. And honestly, your management wants you to stay and get to the next level too. So it's in everyone's best interest for you to know what it takes to get to the next level. Because it's not like you're going to do, in order to get to the next level, you're going to have to do your work, right? Do good but work. it's the way you do your work that might change or at least the way you document your work that might change. So you want to know about it immediately. Yeah, I want to say that one doc 
document we've not talked about because this is very specific to promotion and not just career development is a, is a general development plan. So this is a document that a lot of companies will have templates for on some kind of shared website. Maybe Shayla and I can work to get you guys one, but it'll look like, what are you working on? And each of those things, what is it helping you develop? So I'm working on this, you know, conference, right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to present at five conferences. What skill sets are these helping me build? Well, it's helping me build communication, advocating my product, you know, leadership, if I'm doing like a group workshop. So it can, it's about what you do and how it impacts those different criteria that you're trying to reach. The general development plan really helps you say, well, I'm not just doing work, but I'm doing work that has some sort of impact either on myself or others. That can help motivate you too. A hundred percent. It's a great document. You get to like, you know, brag about all the things you've done. It's amazing. Speaking of bragging, I once actually found a really good blog post. You know, I don't have the URL memorized. I'm sorry. (laughs) But if you Google brag document, maybe it'll work. It was an article just saying, you know, keep a brag document, which is kind of separate from the promotion process, but really is the same thing that we're talking about. They weren't talking about promotions. They were just talking about keeping a document of all the things you've accomplished, why they were good, et cetera. Yes. Yes. I actually, my first mentor in industry told me to open up, we're at, you know, Microsoft. So one note, but whatever you use, you know, and keep a running log of everything you do every single week. And I thought it was the most annoying advice. I was like, why am I going to do this every single week? And then uh, usually you have a reward cycle. It happens every six months or so. And cover my first reward cycle. They asked me what I did. And I stood there for like two weeks. I could not think of a single thing I had done or how to write it. And I regretted so much not following that advice. Because if I had just kept a running log, I would have known the things. I could have copy and pasted them, you know? So definitely keep a running log of what you're doing. It doesn't have to be every week because it's very tedious, but just keep track. Yeah, I would say, and not even just the technical stuff or the actual work. If you started conducting interviews, if you decided to mentor people like all of that counts all that matters you need all of that and as an aside this helps not even if you are trying to get a promotion or a raise performance cycle but i've been at companies where my manager kept changing a bit and every time you get a new manager they say okay what kind of work have you done here and you know if you don't have that document you're going to need to look back and see what are all the things you've done Awesome. So let's, let's talk about who we can leverage from our network and our team to help move our promotion along. So for example, how can I leverage my manager or my mentors to help me get my promotion? I mean, to me, in my experience, the most important stuff has been talking to my manager. In fact, I maybe you could consider it annoying my manager, badgering my manager, because I really, you know, I was like, I want the promotion. How do we get this to happen? And really, you know, at many companies, your manager is the one who decides, right? So if they're not in agreement that you deserve the promotion, their job should be also to help you get to that point where they think you deserve the promotion. So get them on your side and get them to help you get there if they're not. Right. Because they can point out the parts of the guidelines that you're missing and they can assign you to projects or whatever that might help you meet those goals, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, in my experience at one company, I went for a promotion. I didn't get it the first time. My manager didn't think I would get it. And sure enough, he was right. But when I didn't get it, I got feedback, which specifically said the reasons. So then I got to do the next quarter. We say, well, if this was the reason, this project that you could do this quarter will 
meet those criteria that you were missing. So I spent that quarter working on that and got it a few months later. Congrats. Awesome to hear. <laughs> I, I want to add two things here. I think two things that have helped me a little later. So this was towards my third prompt is the art of the humble brag. So, you know, we have a group chat with our manager and all of our teammates. And every time I did something great, or, you know, sometimes I would even humble brag about other people on my team if they did something great. So that it didn't seem like selfish. I would say, hey guys, I just finished presenting at this amazing conference with over 200 speakers. And they all got to hear about the amazing work that you and I, you know, the team have been doing. So, and everyone would thumbs up it. And that way my manager saw it, the team had a morale lift. So it was like killing two birds with one stone. Now my manager knows what I did and the team feels really happy. So, you know, that humble brag, just so your manager always knows that you're doing something and what you're doing. And again, you can reinforce this in one-on-ones, but it's really important that you brag because nobody's going to do it for you. The second thing that I really took advantage of was you, you want to call this a mentor, but this is more like an advocate. It's usually someone that has a little bit more power, a little bit more sway. So someone senior principal, whatever is higher up that works with you or has mentored you technically. So this means in your work or, you know, it doesn't even have to be technically, but something you're trying to improve in. And they can speak on your behalf to your manager, to leadership during these promo conversations. I think those two have really helped me personally. Yeah, I think as far as I know, I'm pretty sure every company that I know of in their performance reviews and the feedback, the feedback doesn't just come from yourself. You're too biased. It doesn't just come from your manager. <laughs> it comes from all your teammates, people you've interacted with. So, you know, you want, you want them to, to also know what you've been working on. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And is it only people on your team or is it like, maybe you want to depends how you define team, teams, teams that you're like collaborating <laughs> with or, you know, yeah. I don't know. In my experience, it's both. Yeah, I actually want to pitch in here and say that the higher up you want to go. So like the last promotion I was fighting for was senior. And for that one, I was explicitly told that I need to get feedback outside of my org. Like that was, you know, detrimental that I didn't have it. So having people, especially the more senior leadership they are outside of your org, very, very important. How do you even do that if you're not working with them? So that's, again, goes back to the thing that Mark said, right? So Mark had mentioned you talk to your manager. I think you did too, Shayla. You talk to your manager about seeing what your gaps are and your manager should help you create opportunities to fulfill those mm. gaps, right? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. So how do I go about getting feedback before my performance review, right? Because I'd want time to improve before I get there. You ask for it. I take the approach of being direct and just straight up asking for it. Like for your I- team member, you'd be like, hey, how have I been doing? Oh no, I go to my manager. Oh, right? okay. I, I think I met your teammates too. Like maybe before feedback performance review, you might want, oh, you don't care. <laughs> I've, I've never asked my teammates for feedback. I get it during performance reviews. reviews. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I usually uh, try to ask everyone on my team for feedback. So I set one-on-ones with everyone that I work with, anyone that I meet with on every week. So if I have scrum with someone, I'll set one-on-ones every either once a month or bi-weekly with them. And I'll ask during that time. That helps me make sure that there's also a good temperature. So it's interesting, I think maybe because I'm a product manager, but sometimes it's also on me to make sure that the team is happy and that they like what they're working on. Otherwise I'm not doing a good job either. And then I relay that to the manager. So that's how I use it. I have one-on-ones with people. And you ask them directly like, oh, is there anything I can improve on? A hundred percent. Yeah. It took a lot Mm -hmm. of self-confidence, but I have to understand that it's better for them to tell me. Yeah. But I tell them exactly. Do you have any feedback? Is there anything I could be doing more of or less of? I try to build that bridge of trust. So the last question that I kind of have before we we jump off, and I think it's one of the most important things is we've talked about like the happy path, you know, creating documents, talking to your manager, getting support. And that's great. 
but what are some of the biggest unexpected hurdles when you're going for a promotion? I think one issue I had was that I wrote this document and I actually undersold myself the first time just because I considered my work, you know, I knew my work in, inside and out, but I think I undersold maybe the complexity of the work. Uh, you just didn't brag enough. So really the next time I went for it, I really upped up the things, went really into the details, really showed why those were hard projects. So that was one issue. Another unexpected hurdle uh, for me was the, the politics related to it. You know, there's all kinds of reasons you might not get a promotion, which may feel completely unrelated to you. In my case, one time I was doing good work. My manager agreed I was doing good work, but they thought I just hadn't been there long enough, despite, you know, to my knowledge, the guidelines saying nothing about how long you've been there being part of the process. Plus one. (laughs) (laughs) And what would you do in those situations? I guess just kind of deal with it. So I told you that I was badgering my manager. This was that case. You know, I was telling him, I was like, I don't care. (laughs) You don't think I'll get the promotion because of time, but you think I meet all the other criteria. I was like, why not try anyways? And I just annoyed them until we tried. Yeah, I agree 100% with Mark on this one. You you kind of just have to keep... What I did is I, I've actually heard this twice during two of my promos. The first time I was like, okay, let's put an action plan together. Can we try again in six months? And then we tried again in six months and I kept him accountable. The second time I heard this, I was furious. And I was like, this is not actionable feedback. I don't know what you expect me to do with this information. I've been performing like this for a year. I don't know what more consistency or time I could give you. Give me actionable feedback. And I threw a fit. I literally just <laughs> threw a fit. And my manager didn't have a word to say. He was like, okay, I'll get you that immediately. <laughs> and then he left and he couldn't come back with any feedback. That was the truth. And, and I left the company. But, <laughs> you know, like it was, it was a, a whole other situation. But I think the one that hurt me the most was actually for one of my promotions, I was promised a double promotion. So this means going from one level to two levels above. And then I got gaslit and I came back and they were like, oh, we got you a promo, but only one level. And I was like, but we said two levels. What happened? And they're like, I never said two levels. And I was like, what? So get ready. The fact that especially this, this is more common with new managers, managers that are just starting to get the hang of things that they can and can't say. And I guess double promotions is one of those things that they couldn't say, but they accidentally did. So be careful that not everyone is out to get you. Not everyone's trying to sabotage you. It's just, there's a lot more to the promotion process than you're aware of. If possible, make sure everything is documented. You know, that's the only way I think I could have gone around that one. If, If I got what he said in writing you know, or some kind of notes, which I didn't because I was new. Actually, I have two things on that. So the first thing I think is, you know, I told you it's important to talk to maybe more senior engineers. And I think it's because some of them will be honest and tell you this kind of thing. I don't think your manager will ever tell you this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But so the more senior engineer will tell you that kind of thing. And I think this also relates to the fact that I know many engineers and people who assume that they do good work they will get a promotion. And time and time again, in my experience, in all my friends' experience, coworkers' experience, that is just not the case. I said, it's the manager's job to get you promoted, but it's also their job to do a million other things. So it may be your top priority, but it's absolutely not theirs. So you just have to- Be annoying. Be annoying, make it their priority. (laughs) Convince them that it's worth it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So we've talked about a lot. We've talked about, you know, introducing what a promotion process entails, how to assess yourself and make sure that you're ready to move on to the next level. We talked about getting a team on your side between mentors and your manager, and then also some hurdles you might encounter getting a promotion. That's basically all we have for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Mark. This has been an awesome episode of how to advocate for your promotion. Shayla will you know, put a bunch of links to our social media and how to contact us. But leave us any of your questions and we look forward to talking to you guys next time. Thank you.